Welcome to Carlos and Lisa. I'm Lisa Rimmelard. And I'm Carlos Amesco. It's nice to have you with us. Look at look at us. It's like it's still summer. We, you've got your Aloha shirt. I got my yellow shirt. It's like feeling warm and fuzzy, and it's already fall. <laughs> I'm trying to relive a summer that was for naught. That was for naught. Yeah, one it of was for naught. There was nothing yeah. happening this summer. Summer but of 2020 I'm, is lost. I'm wondering something. What? When compared to your phone because we can't live without our phones these days. Which would you rather give up? Phone for a month or being with your pet for a month? Or give up your phone for a month and give up being with your spouse for a month? Oh, of course. So that was a question posed on social media. I saw that. Uh, so you wanna hear some of the stats? 56% of Gen Z respondents would much rather give up sex for a month than be parted from their phones. <laughs> also, addiction, folks. <laughs> also, 40% of people would rather be away from their dog for a month than give up their phone. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Actually, dogs win over spouses too. Yeah. 44% of people said they would rather give up their spouse for a month than their phone. That's well, you know, I don't, that doesn't surprise me. People look, we are all addicted to these dang machines and they're on our hand 90% of the time during while we're awake. They're either around us somewhere We're I mean, we're attached to them. We are checking it constantly. Uh, you know, they have that, that uh, chart that says how much time you've spent on the phone. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed about mine. I'm embarrassed. It's a little, it's a little scary. Like my, my average is like six and a half hours. Think about that. What can you do in six and a half hours? Like watch two football games. Right? <laughs> Mine's like nine and, a, nine and a half to 10 hours a day. Yeah, but you do those TikToks and stuff. So you're, you're using your phone for work. Like, we, like I'm using, that's a great thing to say. By the way, I'm using it for work. That's why my hours are so Yeah, right. Like that's what I keep, yeah, it's a ticket. That makes sense. <laughs> no. It's no. still bad. Whichever way you cut it, it's, it's something that wasn't in our life at this level even five years ago. Maybe even, wow. uh, certainly not 10 years ago, but maybe even five years ago, it wasn't at this level. But like, I find myself waking up and the first thing first I thing do, do is grab the phone. I'm sorry, I'm watching my phone. Are you talking? <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm talking. What are you doing? I'm looking at this thing. It's crazy. Oh yeah, the stats. Yeah. So okay. So the survey that the survey that we're talking about, which would you rather, your phone or yeah, your pet yeah. or your spouse, is came from a, a company called Simple Texting, and it's, yeah. a, it's a they interviewed I think like a thousand people over the entire country, and then they came up with these statistics. So, what it, pleasures it would you sacrifice permanently, permanently to keep your smartphone? Wait, what? What pleasures would you sacrifice permanently, not temporarily, temp, you know, permanently to keep your smartphone? The majority of males, 58%, would rather permanently give up their smartphones over giving up working out, whereas females said the opposite. Eh, okay, I get that. That's interesting. Working out, that's easy. I don't have any problem. <laughs> 
Oh my, I have to work out. I, are you kidding? I work out every day, every day. <laughs> so which I, I'm interested in, I mean, I know I do it and I feel like a lot of people do it. I wonder if we could go through a challenge where like for a week, the first thing that we do is not pick up the phone. Like, yeah. can we do a challenge and see how that goes? Cause I think that would be interesting. But you and I have talked to doctors and therapists and stuff and everyone says that this has become a major problem and a major issue in relationships, in our health, in the way our brain operates, the way we think, all the stuff that, that really makes up a person is affected by this device. And I think, you know, imagine for example, that uh, I, you know, I've always, you know, my dream, right? To, to have a little cap, a Unabomber cabin in the woods. <laughs> I wouldn't or, call it that. Maybe an isolation cabin would be a better yeah. term. Yeah, isolation cabin, yeah, it's probably okay. better than Unabomber. <laughs> Where I, no phone, uh, I have electricity, no TV, just the birds. How long do you think before I go completely crazy? Probably a day and a half. Yeah, then I become the Unabomber. Carlos! <laughs> no! But I'm telling you, this is the thing. I mean, think about this. That kind of isolation used to be something people would do, get away from it all. We can't get away from anything anymore. Yeah, we can't. And, and the phone has just made it so convenient now for us to always be so super connected that we're willing to give up our spouse or our pet in order to keep it. That is really an incredible study that I don't think would ever have been the case, like I said, even 10 you know, years and ago. I, and I know, look, I'm not, I'm not going to throw my kids under the bus, but they, they photograph every waking moment of their children. Yeah. I mean, it's constant. They, oh, aren't they cute? And look, I have maybe... You're the king of photographs, though. You have yeah, but I maybe have 30 seconds of film from when I was a child. Yeah. You know, and, you know, now I'm, you know, 29 years old and... And right. I look back on those days and wonder, what was I like as a child? Well, kids today are going to have like a record. This is what I was like it when I was one, when I was one in three days, one in two, six days, one in. Yeah. I'm going to throw you under the bus. It's not your kids. You also take pictures of everything. Everything. You know, no, no. Everything. Yeah. So yeah, you I, also do it. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm an, I like to look at what we do. <laughs> All right. We have a great show for you. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hang on a second. I'm going to take a picture of us. No. You're not alone. You're not alone. Even when you're sinking like a stone. You're not alone. I'm standing on the corner of the road. You're not alone. I never let you go. Are you searching for a song that speaks to you? Well, that song that you just listened to, Not Alone, was penned by Jonas Myron. And Jonas, welcome. Nice to have you with us. Thank you so much. What a beautiful song and so well executed. That video uh, really touched my heart. Oh, thank you so much. It's, it's been an amazing project to work on, actually, this summer. What inspired you to write Not Alone? Um, it, I actually went through a bit of a challenging time when I wrote it, and... I just decided to put it into words and write the song that I need in myself. Ah. And isn't it crazy in life how sometimes we are the step ahead and we write something or we say something that is actually for such a time as this. And uh, when the pandemic happened and 
it's happening, you know, I, I just felt this is the song that I want to I want to give to the world. You know, I, 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 you have been an amazing songwriter. You've written some great tunes and, and, with, and collaborated with some of the best in the world. And one of the things I notice about Not Alone is that it doesn't follow a predictable pattern. And I love when songwriters don't follow a predictable pattern. I mean, I, I love Nashville. I love what they do in, in country music, but it's very predictable and very sameness. There's a sameness quality to it. Tell me how you try to work in a way that, because it seems to me that you've made a conscious effort to really uh, poetry with music sort of thing. Absolutely. Obviously, you, you know music, Carlos, because that's very true. Like I, I'm, I, someone said your music is like poetic pop. Yeah. And I feel like that is kind of who I, I just want to write songs that feel, that feel honest and that feel from the heart, um, but maybe packaging it in a new way where it's not the formulatic kind of way where you kind of, it resonates with you, but then it kind of goes, takes a turn, it takes, you know, it, uh, so that was my, that was definitely my goal with Not Alone. Now, did you, did you spend most of your life in Sweden and grew up there? And tell me a little bit about your, your early life and what got you to where you are today. So I grew up in Sweden and my parents actually, my dad was a photojournalist and my mom wow. doing a ton of different things. Uh, so we grew up in Sweden, but we they did a lot, also a lot of mission work. So we traveled everywhere from like Russia to moved to South Africa when I was four, actually. Wow. So we were in Africa for a little bit and then we came back to Sweden. We went to Iceland a lot. So my kind of upbringing was very international. Moved to London when I was 17. So I think that has really kind of changed me and molded me as a person as well, like having this kind of global view of, the, of life. Did that influence you musically as well? You know, I think it did actually. I think having a lot of these different cultures, um, surrounded by it i wasn't even aware i thought that was just normal right like <laughs> it's early morning and someone is playing like ethiopian music in in the kitchen you know or like late night someone playing something in like hindu you know some indian kind of and i was like oh yeah this is like what we do we all dance in the kitchen together with all these people we would have at the house um but so i think that probably must have like made an, a deep impression on me because i'm looking at my job right now and i'm I'm traveling the world doing music, you know. Yeah. So you've had some, some interactions. I mentioned some of the, the people that you work with, uh, like Barbara Streisand, and, and you, you sing with Natasha Bedingfield, which, by the way, is a great video. And, and you've worked with one of the, the, the best in, of all producers, David Foster, uh, who can be very picky and very particular. If you watched his special, you know this, uh, yeah. because he is very precise about what he wants to do. But his Canadian influence with your kind of global influence, I would think that would be a really interesting mix. It really was. I mean, to be honest, working with David was, I mean, to me, he's one of the true great also artists. Like, he's not just a producer. The way David works, he thinks like an artist. He is an artist. And when he collaborates with other singers or with other producers or writers, he has such a clear vision of what he wants to do and what he wants to bring. And that was just for me. I said, you know, I sat there next to him working on the song for Barbara and I just said, David, like, as much as working with Barbara is amazing, working with you for me as a young producer is, has just been incredible and he's become a friend and just, I really- Okay, Jonas, let me take you back to that moment, okay? I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, you have your piano in front of you, so you yeah. started writing this piece. Tell me what, what it sounded like when you were tinkering with it. Just play okay. us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, I'm actually sitting here yeah. you know, on my piano, so we can yeah. actually do this. So um, the chorus, 
was something I wrote together with Carol Bayer Sager. Right. Um, and it's, Carol Bayer Sager's obviously, you know, she's an incredible, one of the greats as well. So we, we wanted to write a song for Barbara, actually, um, that was talking about the world and talking yeah. about what's happening in this country. Uh, and that no matter what we're facing, the idea to love each other and to always remember that love is greater and that we're not enemies. Right. So the chorus was, uh, we are not enemies. There is no good in that. Cause we are better angels that surround us all. We are not enemies. There is no started working on this song and yeah and we played it for Jay Landers and Jay Landers is Barbara Zaynor uh, who is it you know been working with Barbara for so many years so he came into the studio he listened to it and he said um, he said guys this is beautiful let's work on it a little bit more so we tweaked some stuff with Jay and then we brought it to Barbara I got to meet her uh, first time at her house in Malibu and um, <laughs> she was like Jonas why aren't you a singer? You should be a singer yourself. Uh, that's, that's a high compliment from Barbara Streisand. Yeah, it is. And she was like, I want to hear your record. I've been listening to your demo over and over again. And, <laughs> and it was really sweet, you know? So she was like, you know, we've got to make that happen. So she was really encouraging. Uh, well, you do have, you have an amazing voice and a great range. And it, it's interesting to me when, when you're tinkering on the piano, trying to create a piece, it does have to suit who's singing it and sometimes you have to uh, adjust it so that it fits right that's right it's yeah. really is a quite a challenge you know because this is what i love about songwriting is songwriting to me is is a language it's a universal language it doesn't matter your age it doesn't matter where you come from it doesn't matter kind of it just unites us and you come in with an artist it doesn't matter if it's you know i just work with andrea bocelli that wow. is also one of, to me, one of the greatest singers in the world. Because, Absolutely. Because Andrea has a gift to be able to transform a, a lyric in a song and just make it his own. And you hear back him singing your, the song you wrote and you go, <laughs> did I even write that? I'm like, I don't think I wrote that because it's way better now than what it was before. Wow. So I feel well, so listen, as, as we say goodbye, would you just play uh, just a short piece, a really short, short piece of Not Alone for us as we say goodbye Absolutely. here to our conversation? Thanks for having me. Jonas Myron. So great to be with you guys. Great to be with you as well. You're not alone, you're not alone. Even when you're sinking like a stone, you're not alone. We're standing on the corners of the road, you're not alone. I never let you go oh, oh. So carry on, just carry on I will trade your shadows for the sun Just carry on It doesn't matter what it takes I never let you go tell a little story about a family that's been roasting coffee for more than 150 years and 53 of those years 
here in Los Angeles. With me is one of the members of that family, Lisette Gavinia Lopez. Lisette, nice to have you with us. That's quite a hair. There's a lot of years roasting coffee. Yes, yes, Carlos. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my, my family, this is what we do. Our lives have been dedicated to coffee for four generations. I'm part of the fourth generation. So together with my cousins and my aunts and uncle, we, we run our family business and we love it. You must be so proud. Tell me about how, the beginnings of what's called Don Francisco's Coffee now. Yes. Yeah, so my family, the Gavinia family, as you mentioned, has been in the, in the coffee business for over 150 years. We started as coffee growers in Cuba and then became roasters in Cuba as well. And that was with my great-grandfather and my grandfather. He grew up on the, on the family coffee farm, and that's where he learned to cultivate coffee, process coffee, and ultimately roast coffee. And so my family was in the, in the, in the coffee business for almost 100 years in Cuba before the revolution. Um, my family fled Cuba through Spain and eventually started their lives over right here in Los Angeles. And my grandfather, whose name was Francisco Gavinia, which our Don Francisco's brand is named in his honor, he always dreamed about getting back into the coffee business and, and, and at 60 years old came to this country and, and started his life over with, with, and with the support of my grandmother and his children, he started roasting coffee again. And yes, this year we celebrate 53 years of roasting right here in LA. We are LA's own roaster. We're very proud. Cuban-Americans, but also very proud Angelinos. That so. is just such a great story. What a tremendous <laughs> legacy and that you're carrying it on. That's just got to be such an amazing feeling. I mean, I, I know that, uh, look, I've, I've been drinking my coffee this morning. <laughs> Thank you. And it's really, really good. And I just got some on my face. I got to be careful how I drink that. Uh, Gavinia, uh, the, the Don Francisco brand is really, it's, you've got a lot of different brands, that you, but Don Francisco's is the coffee that, that, you, that you brew and that you roast and that people have been buying for so many years. And I think it, look, this, you're not paying me to do this. This is, this is <laughs> uh, you know, this is, a, this is a wonderful brand of coffee. I love drinking it. And uh, I've got a couple of my, my, my breakfast blends back here that I love so much. What do you think, what makes your coffee so special? What makes our coffee so special, and especially Don Francisco's, is, you know, the care that we put into this coffee. We are very committed to sourcing the best quality coffees from around the world. We source most of our coffees from Latin America, but high-quality producing countries like Central America and Colombia, and we buy the best coffees that come out of those regions. And then we roast it and pack it with a lot of care in our zero-waste landfill facility located here in Los Angeles. And, you know, coffee is the only thing we do. We don't make anything else. This is what we do. And so the pride of our family and my grandfather's name is literally on the package. So we, it, it, we have to make sure that it's <laughs> wonderful coffee. There's no other way. Well, it, it definitely is. And look, this is the season for, for coffee. It's starting to cool down. We're, we're, we're still stuck at home, right? So you've got a recipe that you want to share with us. I see the ingredients in front of you. Share that with me. Tell me what, what we're going to I see churros as well. <laughs> they look like churros, but they're actually, they're actually cinnamon sticks. So oh, they're, they're, it's close. Okay. All right. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> definitely, you know, so now we're officially in the fall season and it's, 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 it's pumpkin spice season. And, and as you said, as we're all spending more time at home, you know, we want to continue to bring comfort to our family, families during these, this time. And this recipe brings home all of those flavors. This recipe is called the pumpkin spice infused coffee and cream. Ooh, okay. and, and the ingredients are one and a half cups of half and half, some pumpkin, pumpkin puree, whole cloves, okay. 
the cinnamon sticks that the we churros. talked about. <laughs> yeah, the churros. <laughs> if you want, you can add a churro in there. Maybe at the end. This is ground uh, cinnamon. Mm, so add some spice in there. And then we have maple syrup. And of course, our Don Francisco's pumpkin spice coffee. Oh, and what you want to do, yeah, it's so you probably have these ingredients at home, especially during sure. the fall season. And what you want to do is simmer all of the ingredients except the coffee with the milk on low heat and just let the milk absorb all of the colors and flavors of the spices and the pump pumpkin. And then you set aside the, the milk, the infused milk. Okay. And then you brew your freshly brewed pumpkin spice coffee and just pour that fresh coffee, coffee into your cup, about six ounces of coffee. And then put it, put in your pumpkin. Oh my milk. goodness, that looks. Isn't that delicious. beautiful? Oh, I gotta have my own coffee for that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, you're not gonna put whipped cream on that. Oh, you gotta put whipped oh, cream. Oh my goodness. It's, it's the best part. See, just go crazy with it. Wow. That looks there terrific. It is. And then just dust it with some cinnamon. <laughs> And there you have Bravo. spice. Oh, that! I'll, I'll take it. I'm gonna cream. virtually take it and drink it. <laughs> Cheers, Carlos! Happy National Coffee Day. What things are you doing at, at your location with Don Francisco's to kind of participate in celebration? Well, we love National Coffee Day, as you know. It's our, it's our, it's definitely the best holiday of the year <laughs> from from my family's perspective. So we are celebrating, leading up until National Coffee Day, giving away prizes on our Instagram. So be sure to follow us at Don Francisco's, and then also hashtag DS National Coffee Day and show us how you're celebrating National Coffee Day. And then we also have an exclusive offer through DonFrancisco's.com and the Carlos and Lisa show, where if you enter the code NCDSHIP, you can receive free shipping on your order from DonFrancisco's.com. Fantastic. Well, I'll drink some <laughs> Don Francisco's coffee to that. <laughs> yeah, you got to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Going to celebrate. All right, Lisette Gavinia uh, Lopez, thank you so much for being with us. And congratulations to you and your family for the great success and what you mean to Los Angeles. Thank you so much, Carlos. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. TikTok is full of all kinds of weird challenges. Do you remember a couple of years ago, there was that Tide Pod where people were eating, like kids oh my gosh, Tide Pods yeah. on the I internet. I do remember the ice challenge. The ice and the ice challenge. bucket challenge. So now the kids are taking a nail file and going like this filing the bottom of their teeth to even it out, obviously to the horror of every dentist in America. Wait a minute, like a, like a nail file and, and filing the, their teeth? Just oh, straighten it out. Well, see, mine are crooked, so that would work for me. But Carlos. I'll be darned if I'm gonna do it myself. That's, that's the dumbest thing ever. Boy, all kinds of things could happen to you. Yeah. Not safe. Don't do it. If you want to straighten your teeth out, go to see a dentist about that. There are, you know, lots of important things happening here in this right. general region that you could really screw up. Well, now that I think about it, now, if I had a power tool, <laughs> like that, yeah, I could straighten that electric sander, I could really go to town. Yeah, yeah, it's not so bad. Get, get out a power tool and do it to your face. See what happens. Holy cow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, but you remember we talked to uh, uh, Dr. Singer, 
Uh, he's a San Diego uh, cosmetic surgeon. surgeon. He's a terrific guy. Talked about people doing plastic surgery so they look better in their selfies. Remember that? I do remember that. It's a thing. And now, and now, here's a here's something scary. People are going to the plastic surgeon or to their doctors that do their Botox and their filler, and they're saying, "I want to look like my filter. I want to look like yeah, what I yeah. do on the filter." Exactly. Can you make me look like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing because my Botox not working. Look at everything. <laughs> you got a droopy eye on one side, girls. <laughs> Dr. Singer, I need some help. <laughs> no, but that goes back to the whole thing of the yeah. being on our phones too much. Now that we're looking at ourselves online so much, we're like starting to criticize all the little tiny things about our faces and our teeth and our eyes and our skin and our hair. But it's kids crazy. should not be doing that. That's a really scary thing for kids to be doing. And ah, oh, man, I know. that's not good. You're beautiful just the way you are. Just, just the leave way it alone. Yeah, don't ever, don't change. Don't ever change. Don't ever change. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for us today. You can watch us anytime on Beyond.TV. That's B-E-O-N-D dot. TV. Let's see that pearly white smile. Oh, uh, yeah.